Welcome back to episode number 212 of the Dust Safety Science Podcast. This is the podcast where we're building a global community around process safety and industries handling combustible dust. I'm your show host, Dr. Chris Cloney. In today's episode, we have another safety share. This one is about an explosion at a wood pellet receiving port. So these safety share episodes are typically episodes where we share one observation or an incident that's been released or a piece of information that has some sort of lesson learned associated with it. We've had a couple of these to date. So in episode 105, we covered testing of high-speed abort gates. 183, we covered controlling the hazard is not the same as removing the hazard. In 185, we talked about can combustible dust explode in a freezer. And in 190, which was our last safety share, we covered a wood hogger fire and deflagration at a sawmill. And this was like the current safety share today, based off of a manufacturing safety alert that was released by the BC Forest Safety Council in conjunction with the Woodpell Association of Canada, and also the MAG group, the Manufacturing Advisory Group in British Columbia as well. So these manufacturing safety alerts, which we've done some of these safety shares off of, including the Woodhogger one, and then this one today on a wood dust explosion at a wood pellet receiving port, these are released out through an email signup on BC Forest Safety Council's website. So if you go to bcforestsafe.org, you can sign up there and get these alerts as they come out, and they're really helpful. They cover much more than just combustible dust. They might cover forklift safety or preventive maintenance in other kind of forestry-type facilities. But when they do come out, and they come out quite frequently because the industries there have been supplying this information through to BC Forest Safety Council, there's very often great lessons learned there. So I would encourage you to go check that out. We have a link in the show notes for the specific safety share today. That is covering, again, an explosion at a receiving port. And my understanding is this was actually a receiving port that is overseas. And that that information then was passed along to Woodpell Association of Canada in order to put into these manufacturing safety alerts, which are really helpful information. So they're, they're very nice documents that have what happened. One page suggested actions. They usually have pictures. In this case, there's a picture of the 70 millimeter, the four inch bolt that caused the explosion here. There's some pictures of the shipping vessel that we'll be talking about as well briefly in this episode. So these safety shares are really important. I know that many of you will interact with, and in this case, you know, receiving ports, shipping of materials that either can contain combustible dust within them or generate combustible dust through processing, through moving, through unloading, through loading. And it's really important to, to understand, to share the hazards that have arisen and the incidents that have arisen in these type of applications. So whether or not you're working at a site that would be handling or processing materials in this way, and this is a learning opportunity for you, or you're working with a facility that is in that circumstance, and you're trying to convince them that, hey, there could be a hazard here. Hey, there's something to consider. Here's the recommendations that we're seeing from other facilities that are similar. These are really great tools. So I really like them. We like to share and promote them on the podcast as much as possible, while encouraging you to go back again to BC Forest Safety Council's website, Pell Association of Canada and the Manufacturing Advisory Group in BC. We do thank them for putting this really good information together. So let's talk about this incident. So this was a, an explosion incident that occurred at a receiving port that was receiving transport ships carrying wood pellets. Again, I think this was overseas. I'm not 100% sure if the wood pellets themselves were Canadian wood pellets or not, but that's the, the application we're talking about here. So I think the wood pellets in this case were likely being received for things like power generation and to be used in that end country for that application. So during the unloading of the vessel, an explosion occurred. Fortunately, 
the equipment that was involved in the explosion had protection. I think seven explosion panels were activated during the deflagration event inside that equipment. Fortunately, nobody was seriously injured, although one employee was pretty shaken up, poor to be pretty shaken up by the explosion. It didn't mention the damages associated with the incident in terms of product, equipment, downtime, ongoing you know, fire aspects. It didn't really cover that in the safety share, but what it did cover was the investigation results. And one last note before we get into that, this safety share itself was from a couple of years ago, and I don't actually know the date of the incident, so we're trying to match this to something in our incident database, or likewise, I'm not sure if you'll be able to find that information, because this is a couple of years old at the time that we're sending this out now. So in terms of the investigation, they don't specifically say what the equipment was that was involved in the explosion, but they do mention the continuous ship unloader. So from my understanding, this unloading could be you know mechanical, like with a conveyor or bucket elevator, uh, or pneumatic conveying systems. And in both cases, you may have the transport of combustible dust even either inherent in the material that's being received or um, generated during the conveying of these types of materials. Again, this isn't discussed in the safety share. They did discuss was the investigation result in terms of finding an ignition source. So they include from the investigation and provided in the safety share that the explosion was most likely caused by tramp metal. And this tramp metal was recovered in the cargo and discharge magnets in the continuous ship unloader. So in this case, they found a charged 70 millimeter, that's a four inch bolt from the unloader. And this was identified as the ignition source for the accident. They do have an image of this bolt shown in the safety share as well. They're able to retrieve from the investigation. So from the safety share, the Wood Pell Association of Canada and BC4 Safety Council had four suggested actions that they sent out to all their member companies. And that we'll share here today. So the first one is that Wood pellet producing facilities, production facilities, should review pellet discharge and loading systems to ensure that tramp metal magnets are in place, that they're maintained, and that they're working correctly. So we want to stop the, the tramp metal from getting into the shipments in the first place. They also recommend in recommendation number two that receiving operations, including ports, should also inspect their wood pellet receiving locations to ensure adequate metal detection and removing removal systems are in place. So both sides of the equation, we need to stop the tramp metal from getting into the shipping containers, but also check on the other end that the tramp metal hasn't made it into the shipping containers or the hulls of the ship or however they're, they're transporting that material over. Recommendation number three is that both production and exporting, so both sides of the equation, should treat tramp metal captures as significant near misses that require a formal investigation. So this is a really good point. If you're at the point where you pulled out tramp metal, at the receiving location, that's a failure in the system. You don't really want to have that tramp metal getting into the shipment in the first place. So you should do an investigation there and work with the producer to try to figure out why that is the case. They do recommend, as part of this recommendation, to provide that feedback in a timely manner to all of those involved so we can avoid that tramp metal being transported and include, because that can cause a lot of issues in terms of you know ignition source of tramp metal, but it may also cause issues with, say, smoldering occurring inside the ship container while it's being transported. That tramp metal comes in hot, and that's uh, another issue when it's uh, going across seas as well. That's recommendation number three, and the recommendation number four is to check all ship holds are inspected and cleaned prior to loading wood pellets or any bulk material, but in this case, we're, we're focusing on the wood pellets. So those are the four recommendations from the safety share. One, the production side needs to check that the tramp metal magnets are in place, that they're maintained working correctly. The receiving side should also do the same. And then a really important one here, and I'll just restate this, 
on both sides of Trent Metals detected treat that as a near miss and require a formal investigation to try to figure out why that Trent Metal was in that material in the first place. Because that's a really good way to try to fix the process before it becomes an issue at the end of the day. And the last one is to check all ship holds are inspected and clean prior to loading with pellets. So we check kind of both sides of the equation. The only other area that's left is, okay, the place that we're putting the material, did it have tramp metal in it that wasn't noticed before we put that material in? So some other considerations from this that weren't mentioned in the safety share, but that we've seen previously on the podcast, is one that shipping and receiving ports can and are prone to generation or transport of combustible dust, whether or not it's wood or grain or foodstuffs or coal or charcoal, all these materials do pose a risk for combustible dust deflagrations and explosions and really should be uh, evaluated at these shipping and receiving ports. It's very likely that an overall combustible dust management program should be included, including prevention and protection practices. In this case, this incident would have been much worse had there not been adequate venting on the equipment that was receiving those pellets. And again, I think it was seven explosion vent panels below during this incident. Nobody's injured, but if the protection was not in place, there's a very high chance that somebody may have been injured from this explosion incident. And likely benefit, it may be required in some cases to have a dust hazard analysis completed at these type of facilities. So that's one set of other considerations. The other one is that we talked about, you know, the incident could have been worse had explosion protection not been supplied. But on the other side, we should really be considering our emergency response for fires at these type of facilities. So we had a really good discussion with this with Alan Tildesley way back in episode 10 of the podcast, four years ago, over four years ago now. That episode is called Biomass Fire and Explosion Hazards and UK Regulations with Alan Tildesley. And in that episode, he talked about how a big challenge is when you have complex conveyor systems on these unloading terminals or these unloading facilities, and if you get a fire on one of those conveyors, it can be very challenging to deal with that because it's moving in space and time, and they can be moving kind of rapidly in some cases. And you can end up with a very large fire that's spread over a lot of area. You also end up during the response, say if you stop that material too quickly um, or it falls off the sides of the conveyor, you're having a large deflagration event. So having an idea beforehand about your emergency response plan, if you have a deflagration event, what's going to happen? If you have a fire event, what's going to happen? That's a really good idea in these type of shipping and receiving operations as well. So that's it for this safety share. Again, this was covering explosion at a wood pellet receiving port. This is based off of a manufacturing safety alert released by BC Forest Safety Council and by Woodpell Association of Canada. And I think the MAG group is also involved in these now as well, which is the manufacturing advisory group in British Columbia. I definitely encourage you to visit bcforestsafe.org and sign up for these newsletters that come out. I think if you go to that webpage right now and scroll to the top, they'll have the most recent one. It's sort of a, a bar at the top of the website and it'll let you register there, or you can email their contact and probably be added to the list as well. In this case, we covered an explosion that occurred during unloading of wood pellets. Fortunately, the equipment in which the explosion occurred was protected and seven explosion vent panels were activated, but nobody was injured. They found the ignition source being tramp metal and they were able to locate a charged 70 millimeter bolt that was removed from the continuous unloading system identified as the ignition source. They had four recommendations. The producers of wood pellets to make sure they had tramp metal detection systems and capture systems in place that were maintained and working correctly. Same thing on the receiver side. That was the second recommendation. And then in the case where you find tramp metal coming out of these type of operations, 
to treat that as a near miss and as to do a formal investigation, generate lessons learned from that type, try to prevent that from happening in the future. And the last one was to clean and check, check and clean the ship holds before loading wood pellets or other cargo for transport as well. So I do want to thank again, BC4 Safety Council, Wood Pellet Association of Canada for collecting this information, the industries and folks that are supplying this through to them. It's tremendously valuable and helpful as an educational tool for the industries that are served by those groups, which are wood pellet facilities in Canada, but also for the broader community. And this will be the community that we're touching with this podcast to share this out so that when you're working with a type of operation that's doing this, now you have something you point back to and say, hey, here's a one-page safety fact sheet showing you what can happen when this type of, say, tramp metal detection magnet system isn't put in place. So again, we'll links for everything in the show notes at dustsafetyscience.com slash 212 for this episode, including this one-page manufacturing safety alert. Have a great week out there, and I appreciate everything you're doing. Industries handling combustible dust, make them safer every day with the work that you're doing. Thank you.